Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with Charlie Long in studio. We've had a couple texts asking about the NCAA basketball brackets where you can hear the bracket set. Uh, don't miss it. Sunday, uh, you can hear right here on the Big 870 or streamlined on the free Odyssey app. Uh, it's being hosted by Jason Horowitz, and it'll be Sunday afternoon, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. We have some people that were traveling and wanting to know if we were going to cover it, and yes. So March Madness, the brackets will be set, and you can hear it So on Selection Sunday right here on the Big 870 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. on WWL and also streaming live on the free Odyssey app. On our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, we have the voice of the New Orleans Saints, Mike Hawes. Michael, how you doing today, buddy? Man, what a difference a year makes, huh? I mean, at this point, last year we were – I mean, March Madness meant a lot of different things because we were having the Final Four. Yep. And now it's kind of like, oh, yeah, March Madness. Oh, yeah, forget about that. Well, Charlie's happy. Hey, his UL Lafayette team get, got in last night. That's right. And, and my Cajuns won the Sun Belt, Mike. Who won the women's uh, side of the Sun Belt? Ooh, was it Texas State or I think it was who was playing? It was Texas State and I think James Madison, huh? I believe it was the James Madison. Well, he, if he asked you that, you know damn okay. well it's James you Madison. Know, no, I, I didn't know who <laughs> won it. I just Madison. thought who was playing it. <laughs> Congrats to Louisiana. That's good news. There you go. Mike, uh, the news yesterday broke, uh, and no surprise. I mean, we had talked about this for the last seven to ten days. That was a lot of kind of, you know, if you got your ear close to the ground, that the Saints were in the lead spot. Uh, for Derek Carr, it was just a matter of how quickly they could come up with a deal. Now, over the weekend, ESPN put a stick in the spoke, so to speak, and they came out with the story. And I'm sure whoever gave Jeremy Fowler that story, um, they did it for a reason. And then the next day, bang, the Saints signed Derek Carr. You got an upgraded the quarterback position. Uh, and I think for this football team, it's the first step in trying to however you want to put it, rebuild, retool your offense. And to get it done at this time, right? So so soon, and before the NFL season really even begins, that you can kind of start from the top down offensively and go, okay, that's in position. Whether you are a Derek Carr fan or not a Derek Carr fan, guess what? In 2021, they played four different starting quarterbacks and won a ton better in 2022. So, it's an upgrade at the position. And so you move on, but just the ability to be able to do so, get yourself under the cap where you know you got to do it. We know they will. 
And now you can kind of, I feel like the draft is different. I feel like the Mike Thomas thing might be different. There's just so many things that feel different with this signing out of the way. And I know officially he can't sign until the 15th, but with this this news out of the way so soon. I mean, the offseason used to be boring, you know. Ain't boring no more. Uh, right. You know, it was funny. Draft. Um, Tim Brando brought it up to me yesterday off the air, and then he said it on the air. He said, uh, Mike, I attended the NFL meetings last summer. And he said, Jerry Jones was the speaker, and he said, you know what the NFL loves? Drama. That's what they're getting. Yeah. They're getting the drama. Really, the way they've laid it out with when you can do things and – you know, you know the, the the time. Then March fifteenth doesn't mean anything like it used to mean. Mike, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but the impact that the car signing has on what the Saints want to do in the draft. You have three picks in the top seventy-one. Mike and I have kind of talked a little bit off air about it that maybe the Saints will still take a quarterback at some point. But I think with those first three rounds, you're using them to fill holes on this team immediately to get as many wins as possible with Carr this upcoming year. So what kind of an impact do you think it will have on the draft? What kind of players do you think they're going to be chasing after now? And, Hoss, the other thing is how much money will they have to spend in free agency? Because it had always been this team had always made a a big initial splash. I think you've seen the splash. It's Carr. And then sort of waited – you know, maybe it was a week, 10 days before they did any sort of signing. Uh, and with the salary cap situation the way it is, uh, I don't expect they're going to make a major free agent bring-in signee. Now, they may sign people that's already on the team today, uh, but I think it certainly changes your outlook on the draft, and I think it changes it that you better take a look at upgrading your offensive-defensive line. No, I agree to, to that point. First, you're right. They're not. I don't anticipate March 15th or 16th being them being big players because that's just not really their style uh, in previous years. If they feel like there's somebody they want and that can help, and they'll go out and get them. But I, I think that will be a week or or so later. I think you're right. I think to me, defensive tackle. Now again, we don't know the situation with with Mike Thomas. If if, if Thomas is healthy and they can figure out a contract that will be amenable to both, and now you've got a contested uh, wide receiver that if he hopefully can stay healthy, uh, that to me is kind of a long shot, but, but who knows? But it does change uh, the draft situation. But I still think they'd go after a, a wide out. they got to get a running back. They need some youth at running back. They're going to play without Alvin for a while. But that defensive front, that defensive interior line, and you can never have enough interior offensive linemen. Uh, I think fine. They're, they're pretty solid at tackle on both ends. But the, the games that I remember Dennis talking about and Mickey talking about the most were when they got beat in the trenches, yep. Baltimore, uh, games like that. And that and that's an area they have to address. Yeah, and I think it's multiple defensive tackle. If you had to play today, <laughs> you'd have a tough time with that defensive right. tackle position. And that's something to sort of watch as it goes along because on Yamada and Street, unsigned. Uh, and so <laughs> you wonder a little bit about how that will go down. And, and Davenport, uh, I, I think Davenport's signing elsewhere anyway, but uh, that's beside the point, and he's an end. But uh, I do think that's an area where if you were looking at a disappointment on defense – I think early on they, they had trouble stopping the run. And I think that drive Ryan Nielsen up the wall 
because that was always a focal point with him. When we would speak, he would always tell me, man, don't ask me nothing about pass rush. Let's talk about stopping the run. That's first and foremost with me and always will be. And I think that really bothered him early on that teams had success and almost from the get-go. Uh, teams had yeah, some success running the ball. Right. Especially, like you say, early in the season, seemed to get better. To me, the problem that they had in the interior is that it was so inconsistent. For a couple of weeks, you'd hear Contavious Street, then Onyemata. But it was never – it was always a new guy. But in, He was kind of in and out, kind of a flash. And they never really had that consistent run stopper in there in the middle. There would be a couple of guys every once in a while who, who would make flashes, but just didn't didn't have it. I do believe some of those guys will be back on the team, um, you know, with, with different contracts. But you're right. As, as, as they were able to, in the second half of the season, stop the run better, certainly kept the points down a lot, a lot more, finally got some – some turnovers and some interceptions, it changed everything. But in those first eight weeks, you know, prior to week eight, which was the Raiders game, uh, when, you know, it was, there were so many times this year, or I should say so many, there were a few times this year when you felt like, all right, they've turned the corner. And I felt like the Raider game was one of those. And then just it didn't, didn't happen, just couldn't do it consistently. You know, one of the things, the last eight, eight games of the season – uh, their opponents' average scoring was 18 points. Here was the problem. There's, they scored an average of 18 points. <laughs> right. So, okay, uh, I can even figure that one out that, uh, you know, that's that's going to be 500 or in that region uh, when it's like that. Mike, I think other than defensive tackle and certainly uh, I would look at offensive guard. I just think that's a spot only because Andrus Peake cannot stay healthy. Uh, and he, he signed to – he's got a big number on that contract. That, that has to be an area to take a look at. But running back now with – the impending situation happening with Alvin Kamara. Uh, and this team does not have a power back anymore. Uh, you know, Mark, uh, you know, he's was in the winter years uh, of his career last year. That this team has to go plural here. I don't know if it'll be all in the draft or a free agent and a draft choice. But they got to go after a couple of backs here because I think that was the disappointment for this football team. Uh, you, you did move the football via the air. You had a lot of drops, and, but still, man, you couldn't run the ball when you needed to and have to. And I think in this league, as much as the rules are skewed for you to throw the football, come on, you got to be able to run it. And they just couldn't do it on a consistent basis. No, I agree, and I think that is an area. The only time they actually did it was when it was Taysom. Yeah, when it was correct. You know, uh, you know, power right, power left, and, and, and they were had the lead in Cleveland. And, but you're right; they've they got, they've got to get. When I say interior line, I mean I, I think the guard has got to be addressed. Interior defensive line, get you know. I think they're going to be the running back situation because of the way it's changed so much in the NFL. Then you can find that guy. You know, in the free agent market, you can find that guy. Uh, in the draft, you can find him outside of the draft. They just need bodies uh, at that position. And, you know, this offense, it feels like it got to where the point where it was like, just just be okay, right? We, the bar got set for this offense somewhat low. Just like, we just need efficiency. Like, this offense needs to be good, 
right? Man, the defense gave up 20.2 last year overall. The offense scored 19.4. Man, your defense gives up 20.2, and that's the entire season, and you got to be – He's got to be better. And again, we, you know, we, we're so spoiled. You know, we had two years of that Drew. Now we paid for Drew in both 21 and 22, 11 million a year, finally off the books. But man, I, as I've said, we we thought it would be difficult replacing him, which which you really can't do. But that 21 and 22 was was rough. Mike, uh, one of the names that uh, when I talk to agents, they bring up to me is a guy that I think is going to get a little bit more money than people think. Juwan Johnson, tied in with the Saints. A lot of people outside of this organization think that, you know, if he's out on the market and he's not re-signed by the Saints, he's going to get a lot more money than you might think. Draft a tight end. Yeah, well, draft a tight end. But I've, I've always been, from the get-go, uh, even when they, even prior to the, you know, Green Bay opener of 21 i've always been a Jawan johnson fan for whatever reason i just feel like watching him in camp in 21 as a converted wide receiver he possesses skills that other tight ends just don't have now he needs to be a better blocker needs to run better routes i get all that and i think that he has progressed a lot but you're right i feel like he's got such an upside he has such good moves off the line. And, and man, we've never – it's been a while since there's been a tight end that can run a seam route like he can. I don't, I don't think they've used him enough. I mean, all he really does is catch touchdowns. So, I agree. I feel like, you know, if you have to spend a little money and keep that guy on your team, I would do so, and I would do it now before the price tag goes up. I just feel like – I just – but I will say on the front end, I've been a Jawan Johnson fan from the get-go. Your thoughts on Caden Ellis, because if there was anybody that really made that move last year, it was Caden. Now, Pete goes down with the injury. Caden Ellis steps in, and, man, you're like, wow. Well, I saw it in the early camps. He His ability to cover was so much better than what I'd seen it in the past. I always knew he could rush the quarterback, and he plays good up front against the run. I always thought he struggled a little bit or maybe he was sort of tied with his feet sometimes as a guy in reverse. I thought that really improved in Caden Ellis. He's going to make him a lot of money, either here or somewhere else. Yeah, he's going to be tough, right? I mean, he's the Trey Hendrickson of this yes. scenario. Um, I mean, he goes from you know averaging less than – million dollars a year to where they're talking about his market being five million i mean it's this fourth year explosion uh but you're right i mean uh, we saw extended playing time finally of pete werner wow you know extended playing time of caden ellis and you know both were so impressive both were so impressive yet it's the first time that DeMario Davis makes the Pro Bowl. Now, you know, none of that makes any sense. No. But I don't know. He's going to be tough to keep just because, you know, you you can't keep everybody. And But he certainly played his way to earn what he's going to get from somebody, whether it's the Saints uh, or not. But hopefully it can be. But, man, again, you just – you know, you start out over the cap. You you will get under it. and You'll get some room. They usually get room to play with, but it's not until around – camp time right they don't really get to some real significant room to play 
money-wise till we get close to the season. And then they like to pick up a gym or here or there. So I, I don't know. He's a tough one to keep. But because his, I mean, when your market goes up from a million a year to, to the average of five million, that's tough to do. Mike, talking about market value, it feels like the position that's really booming right now, obviously quarterback, wide receiver is the one that's I was kind of focusing on. But with the quarterback position, you've seen a bunch of deals pop up since Derek Carr got signed. Obviously, Daniel Jones was today, Geno Smith was yesterday, and the Derek Carr deal as well. Do you feel like that four-year, $150 million deal for Carr was kind of a value for the Saints, given how much some of these other quarterbacks that may not be as good of him as him are getting? Yeah, I think that's the world we live in now, right? I mean, I think the will the value pay out over time? I mean, who knows? That's that's the quarterback world we live in. It's guaranteed, and somebody else was going to pay it. Uh, I mean, I think Derek liked the situation that he had um, with Dennis Allen. I mean, we've watched – remember how – I mean – how hot Lamar Jackson was what two weeks ago. Now it looks like Carolina, the Raiders, the Falcons, the Commanders, all have kind of backed off. The Dolphins can't talk to him till after the draft. And I looked at a a mock draft post combine, and it has the Panthers trading up to get a quarterback, Anthony Richardson, has Houston <laughs> taking Bryce Young, has Atlanta trading up to get Will Levis. I'm like, and then the Raiders would get Stroud at seven. Four quarterbacks in the top seven of what was supposed to be a, you know, a fair to Midland quarterback. I think people are just panicking, right? And so, to me, I do. I think that you know, we'll learn in time. But as we stand here right now, is his four-year deal – uh, 150 million with the no trade clause is, is a pretty good value. Considering his his history was to me his, the biggest thing of his history is that he's been out there, and never in his nine years has he started less than 15 games. And one of them being last year when they benched him because they didn't want him to get hurt and cost him 40 million dollars. So he's hell he's he's been there, right? He's been out on the field, uh, and that's a big key for this football team. Mike, I think they're. There is some perception and some reality to it with Terry Fontenot, Ryan Nielsen in Atlanta, that they're going to try to cherry pick some of these defensive players that become free agents with the Saints. Your thoughts? I agree. Well, I mean, they know what they're getting. And that's the problem that the Saints have is that they can't keep everybody. They they start over the cap and they work their way under it brilliantly by you know restructuring uh, Davis and Hill and Will Lutz and different players. They still they still have a few that they can go to, but you're gonna you know you're gonna lose some some players that are kind of have been at least not starters but foundational players for you. And nobody knows that better than the coaches who have left Nielsen and and certainly Terry Fontenot knows what, what he's getting. I think I think teams kind of have bonds and or relationships with other teams like the Saints do with Baltimore and it's not based on any a ton of history between the front offices they just know what you're getting right and so Ryan Nielsen and Terry Fontenot know what they're getting in a player that comes from New Orleans and it wasn't always this way but the culture here has changed so they know what they're getting same thing we always knew when we got somebody from Baltimore we knew what kind of player uh that the Saints were going to get but it's it's this defense will look I think we already know the coaching staff looks yeah, different. wildly different. I think the defense will as well. Mike, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon, bud. Really appreciate your time and knowledge. Anytime, fellas. And we'll, we'll forget we'll be out at the Saints camp on Saturday, 12 to 2, as 
Derek Carr gets introduced to the Saints. All righty, Michael. Be listening. Thank you so much for joining us. You bet, fellas. All righty. That was my call as voice of the Saints, and we'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.